Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause. I'm Clarissa Christensen and in this podcast we know that menopause and midlife aren't all fun and games. But this is the podcast where I and my guests guide you and support you. Lots of our issues arise at this time of life because they're subjects that we want to brush under the carpet. Bringing these conversations into the light, we can help you prepare for midlife and menopause changes, get supported with symptoms as they arise, with life issues in our relationships, with our kids, our finances, our careers. Prepare to join us every single week and we are looking forward to thriving through menopause and getting you set up and ready to make the most of the next chapter of your life. Well, hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of us mastering our own health and emotional well-being and having the tools to do that. So I was very excited to have the Andrea Warren come on as a guest. She is a holistic health practitioner, a herbalist, and she is big on essential oils, which is going to be what we're talking about today. Well, welcome to the show, Andrea. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm delighted. And I just love that whole area that you work in. And just tell people a little bit about how did you come to be on this path? Because I know you've been doing it for a while. How did that all unfold? Sure. Um, I actually started working with oils when not a lot of people knew what oils were. It's almost, I guess, 18 years now. Um, I went back to school, got a degree in naturopathy, and then sort of drove down the aromatherapy end and started becoming a formulator and creating my own products. Um, I had a newborn baby and sort of was looking at what was in products, half of them, I couldn't read the ingredients. Uh, so I thought, wow, this can't be good for a newborn. Um, and it just sort of proceeded from there. I, I became a formulator for several different companies. I worked with entrepreneurs that wanted to bring product lines to, uh, to a retail space or a hospitality and then I went deeper into um, getting certified as an herbalist and just, I'm, I'm like, like you, I want to give people tools and educate them so that they can make the decisions about their health, not the person uh, standing in front of them with a degree that probably hasn't seen any type of uh, education in probably, you know, two decades. So um, I, I, I really think that that's amazing what you're doing because it's important, right, that we have the tools and then we get to make the decision. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the most valuable thing we can actually bring to, you know, the women particularly who are listening, but men as well, that sure. we are able to, and we're able to have a conversation with our healthcare practitioner because we exactly. have knowledge and tools in, instead of being pushed down routes where we don't feel comfortable and we take some control. We have some self-mastery, particularly over this time of life, which can be a bit of Yes, because <laughs> it can get confusing. And there's just so much information and it's not, you know, I always say to every body and I say body is different and what works for your friend or your mom isn't going to be what works for you. And maybe you take some small uh, insight, but then you get to create your own. And like you said, having that 
uh, even energy exchange with your healthcare provider is so important because you know, I don't think they're opposed to you interjecting your own thoughts because again, you know your body best. Uh, so I think that that's sort of why we want to show up with some things in hand to discuss when we even, before we even walk in the door. Yeah. And I love the way you talk about like oils because, and say like 18 years ago when people weren't really talking about it, <laughs> I can remember discovering them in, in the 1980s, 90s. And there was just, nobody was talking about yeah. them. And suddenly everybody was, and then they kind of disappeared. I don't know. They disappeared. And then, like you said, they, they've come back so strongly. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of that is, um, and just even when I work a lot in the neuropsychology and too, people are finding that, you know, pharmaceuticals necessarily aren't the right decision for them. And I think that it comes even in the area of menopause, you know, so, so many things are being shot at us that here, take this pill to resolve the issue. Um, you know, I'm not against that by any stretch of the imagination, but I think people are looking for alternatives because they don't want, you know, I, I, I picked up something for my mom not too long ago and it was like four pages of side effects. And, the, and I'm like, okay, how is this good? You know? So I think people are saying, wait a minute, is this my only choice? And they're finding that it isn't. And there's all sorts of practitioners that can support you in a totally different way than there was before. And I think they're more um, revered as being somebody who actually has the education and the know-how to help support you with wellness. Yeah. And I think also you said a good word there, wellness, as opposed to just curing illness, we're cultivating wellness this, exactly yeah so so um let's talk about oils i mean what is it that makes them so so effective at this time of our life sure there's so many reasons i get so excited i start yeah. glowing um i won't go down the nerdy science lane too long but oils are just there's so many i always say they're I find them their nature's way of speaking to the soul. So to me, it's this ability to tap into all different aspects of our, our limbic part of our brain. So we all know that the olfactory, our sense of smell is our most powerful. So when we're talking, let's just speak of emotional well-being, right? Menopause can mess us up there big time, right? We go from high highs to depression, anxiety. So what makes essential oils so is amazing is there are essential oils that connect deeply to this limbic part of the brain where we it actually will help our heart rate start to go down, our cadence of our breath to slow down. So those moments when we've been there, right, where we're like, yes. we can connect it to, <laughs> can, you see, I've been there before, I'm so good at it, um, but we can protect, we can connect it to a particular essential oil that can say, okay, wait a minute, when when Clarissa smells this, I know that I can slow down. I can take a deep breath. I don't have to be worried. Um, and it's it, you can connect it to almost anything, uh, sleep habits. Um, and then there's also the physical aspect of essential oils, all the research. Um, I know we were going to talk a little bit about sort of weight management, and I can go down there a little bit. Um, so What's amazing about essential oils is peppermint essential oil, there was a study done not too long ago where a physician took people who were having horrible issues with weight loss. And these were people that everything failed. 
Um, they, they couldn't, you know, no matter what they did, they couldn't lose weight. So he decided to do a study with an inhalation of peppermint essential oil. And before every meal, about 30 minutes or so, they would take some deep breaths of, of peppermint essential oil. And then he found what it did was it was triggering in the brain this uh, feeling of satiation. You know, they were satiated. They were almost full before they even started eating. Wow. So the candidates that they had in there did so well that some of them, he actually had to take them off because they were losing so much weight. <laughs> so there's this all these other aspects that I don't think you know, and I, again, it's knowing who to talk to, right? Finding a practitioner that's using essential oils in this way. Because I think most people are like, well, they make my house smell amazing. Yes, they do. Yes. But then there's all these other amazing properties that work with physical, mental, even spiritual, bringing them into your meditation practices, um, you know, your prayer life, however that is as well. So they, they are this amazing, very pure plant extract. They're like yes, the say, essence, the essence of the very plants. And that's so beautiful. And that the fact that they actually can work so on different parts of the body, I think is the piece that, that is the really interesting bit, but you touched there on weight loss and peppermint oil. I was like blown away when you said, <laughs> Oh, I bet there are so many hundreds of listeners out there going, Wow, you know, because that's very simple and, and we struggle yeah. with weight loss, but we're working there with the brain, aren't we, to give it a message exactly. different. Yeah, and when it comes to weight loss too, there's some other little tips that I tell people too, like, you know, like we talked a little bit about my herbal background, like even including something like maca powder into your daily routine, that is shown across the board that it supports, you know, healthy weight management, or maybe adding a few drops of lemon essential oil to your morning water or grapefruit essential oil, which is shown across the board to help keeping our metabolism, right? As we get to this age, our metabolism is, you know, not what it used to be. So it's a little sluggish. <laughs> so using essential oils in that way, and I always say, make sure you're using something that's hundred percent pure, um, you know, so if you're going to be adding it to water and they are safe to ingest certain ones, um, they're actually here in the States, there's a thing called, um, the food grade, uh, assessment. So it'll have be listed on there. They're used in sodas and all sorts of other additives across the board. Um, but again, grapefruit is another great essential oil to add to water. Um, and then you can do other things. Like I talk to people a lot of time adding fiber at this age. A lot of women don't think about how important that is. And yeah, it, and it's funny because you think you're getting it a lot in your food. So what I do, and this is as simple, simple as it gets. I do a protein shake every day. I'm, I'm 90% plant-based. So I will do my protein shake. I can't stand fiber. So there goes my scoop of fiber in my shake. Um, I use a chia seed instead of fish oil as my omega-3. Yep. And I throw in my maca powder. And maca powder, like I said, is great for everything. It's amazing superfood. Um, and then I add in a few uh, uh, drops of lemon essential oil. And then I add in some cinnamon essential oil, too, to keep my sugar in balance. So again, there's, and then you just mix it up and it doesn't taste bad. It tastes really refreshing and it's a really kind of great, easy meal, meal replacement too. And you're getting all those extra nutrients. 
Oh boy, that sounds so good. Because <laughs> I, I do a shake in the morning too, and I kind of add my protein, and I got maca powder. Or, or yeah, I have yeah. berries. I have berries and almond milk in mine, but I haven't tried the essential oils. I mean, I've got I've got water here with lemon in it. So, yeah. I, <laughs> but it's the same thing, except you don't know what nasties are on your lemon skin. So, right, right, lemon oil is is purer. But I love that. And that's such a simple thing to do, isn't it? And, and yeah. Yeah. And cinnamon, of course. Yeah. Another great oil that people don't think about, isn't it? I mean, normally people are kind of lavender tea tree, maybe one or two others, but love that there's those really little bit lesser known oils. Like we can yeah, and cinnamon's great if you're going to see if you're a tea drinker. I try to tell people, especially if they're going away and like, you know, try to stay away from caffeine after two o'clock is a big thing, especially for us. You know, caffeine is the enemy of the hot flash. Like it, yes. they work together and, you know, not, not something you want to be doing. But adding a drop of cinnamon to your, say, your chamomile tea. Again, these are different ways to incorporate these oils into, okay, it's afternoon. This is when that downtime happens, you know, where you kind of get that afternoon sluggish feeling. Um, this is when you could even do maca powder by itself because that has that natural energy boosting aspect. And then having that cinnamon, which a lot of times when we dip, it's because our sugar levels aren't where they should be. Yeah. Um, so that's another great way to support, you know, proper insulin levels. That's and very simple. Very, very simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all about simple. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that a lot. But you touched on a very important point there, which is is a hot flash. And yes. that is something that I think is it something that 80% of women have this wonderful thing. And it's not about being a bit hot. It's like cool no. inside. I remember it well and I can still occasionally have them. But whoa, they, and they are tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they, uh, I, I get them not as much as I, I haven't, like I've had them a few times. I must have them in my sleep more often than i and not knowing. Cause I'll wake up and be like, why am I soaking wet? You know? And it's me trying to figure out what, again, what that works for me. Because like peppermint essential oil is a great oil to use for hot flashes. Um, you can put it on the nape of your neck. Um, you can always put it on a cold wash rag and wrap it around here or on the forehead. Um, cypress essential oil is another one that's excellent for that. Um, and it also has that sort of those sedative type properties that a lot of times, you know, and if you ever notice uh, people talk about how hot flashes and they come at the worst times, right? where you're just like, right before you go in to do something or talk and you're like, Whoosh, I'm like, are you kidding me? So, <laughs> so Cypress is a great oil for that, right? So it, it helps us to kind of take a deep breath in, get a little relaxed, and then, you know, it helps with hot flashes. But food, again, it goes back to that as well, you know, making sure you're getting enough calcium, making sure you're eating, I say, eat the rainbow, right? Is yeah. As much color as you can have on your plate as possible is extremely important on keeping, um, you know, those hot flashes in check. And then there's natural ways that we could do it um, with supplements, you know, having um, like magnesium, magnesium is something that can help as well. And you can do that simply as I know a lot of people like magnesium pills for some reason are like horse pills. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, they're just so ridiculously big. So I think like taking a really good Epsom salt bath with, you know, there's magnesium sulfate in there before bed. Um, and that's where you can mix in your essential oils too, you know, adding lavender, adding cypress, those things where it's always incorporating them into your practices. Yeah, I love that. That's a really nice one, isn't it? To have that sort of bath with the oils and you're getting like a double effect. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Simple. That. Yeah, again, very simple. <laughs> it's one nice warm bath or not too hot, but warm bath, oils, exactly. and then you're kind of ready for sleep. But I love yes. that idea with the cypress oil. You just put it here or on your wrist? Uh-huh. Or- you can put it on the back of your neck here. Just like in that little nape of the neck, that little yeah. increase, yeah, the little crease there. Um, I try to, if you're good, you can use cypress on the temples if you want. Peppermint tends to be a little overwhelming for people. Um, and you can always dilute essential oils in something like a carrier oil. And when I refer to that for people who don't know, it's either something like grapeseed or fractionated coconut oil, argon oil. So just, again, there's certain ones that topically may be a little bit of an issue. This allows you to sort of dilute them safely. Mm, But I love that. And then, of course, if you know you've got that coming up and you know that's going to make the hot flash come, you're kind of prepared, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, you can make your hot flash mist. (laughs) Yeah, that might be good with with some cypress oil in in nice pure water. Yeah. That, that sounds wonderful. I mean, that really for me is like some basic tips. Are there any other oils that you would say are really essential for a woman at this li- a stage of life to look at? Sure. So I have, I, I, I kind of tried to bring it down to four, which was not incredibly easy, but I would say clary sage is one that I would always have in my bag. Um, you know, research on that talks constantly about how it balances, helps support balancing the hormones, helps our nervous system as well. So that would be one that I definitely would use. Um, another is geranium. Rose geranium is an excellent oil. Again, you know, I think so much of us when those aspects of menopause, it's that emotional kind of roller coaster we're on a lot of the time. Uh, so this helps us sort of keep those things in check and also helps too, which I go back to, um, you know, that adrenal fatigue or those cortisol. And a lot of what we don't realize is that belly fat is that cortisol, right? So maybe that, that anxiety, those things that are kicking up that adrenal, that fight or flight response, if we can come up with an essential oil that helps us kind of keep that even keeled that also will support those, those weight loss or those strategies that we need to keep sort of not looking like we have a, as I, as people have called it a muffin top or a layer cake or whatever the term is now. (laughs) Whatever it is. Yeah. 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 And I would say lavender too is as simple as lavender is. I like it because of its simplicity I like that you can use it in so many different ways. It's actually been used, which libido is something that many people struggle with during this time. Uh, So that's an excellent oil that has sort of helped through that. And I think a lot of that too is anxiety, right? Because our body doesn't necessarily look like it did in our thirties or forties. So, you know, it makes it difficult. Uh, So I would say those are like my four must-haves, but there's always, you know, I believe in like, 
finding something that works for you. Mm-hmm. There's an oil that is your oil. I, when I work with people one-on-one, I'm like, you need to find your superpower oil. That oil that no matter how you're feeling is the oil that takes you out of your funk and brings you to this powerful, empowered woman. Yeah, and that, I love that because that's that's about creating or creating a mix of oils that's right for you. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And how do people kind of put together those four essential oils? Will they just have them as four pure oils and, and use them individually or mix them together? What, what do you think is the best? You can mix some together. I like, so I like to use oils either in a diffuser, which is a great way to use them. So just aromatically, um, you could use them topically. You can, like I said, you can blend them together. Another great blend is you can add uh, frankincense and lavender and clary sage, which is one of my favorite three to put together. Um, and I like to put them on the bottom of my feet before bed because that is the fastest way for it to race through the body. And I have like this ritual at night because I'm a big believer in sleep hygiene has so much to do with sort of this habit that we've created for ourselves. So the body knows, okay, this is what I do when she does this. So right before bed, I'm somebody who sleeps with socks on. I know a lot of people don't, but (laughs) I like to sleep with socks on, but you don't have to sleep with them on, but I add a few drops of each massage them in my feet. If you have a fabulous partner, that's what you ask your partner to do for you. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it allows again, and I click on my diffuser every night, depending on my mood, I'll have some particular blend. Usually it's cedar wood and lavender together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a control where it shuts off by itself. So I'm asleep before it even shuts off. So, um, you know, I think there's just all these ways that if I can, my goal is to teach people how they really can like bring essential oils into every aspect of their daily routine. I love, I love that. And I mentioned, you mentioned cedarwood and yet I wonder, so if people talk a lot about chamomile as being a sleep sure. support, is that, is that one of them or is, or do you use cedarwood instead? Or? Uh, you could use German chamomile, Roman chamomile. I think Roman chamomile is more for, for sleep, you know, helping with sleep. I like cedarwood. I'm more of an earthy oil person. Um, oh, <laughs> She's patrolling the unit where we live. That's so cute. That's adorable. But but again, I think it comes back to what you like. You know, um, ylang ylang is a great oil for um, you know hormones and sleep. I'm just not a ylang ylang person. So it is a lot too. Is finding what works for you. I I always say, hey, I can give you a textbook answer anytime you want. But then I know people who they can't stand lavender or, you know, there's this other aspect of essential oils that people don't even think about if they have an aversion to it as, you know, it may be that just as as attached to a memory that's not your fondest. You know, I always joke with the Alang-Alang because I had a fifth grade teacher. She wore that with Jasmine. I can't stand either one. (laughs) And I always say, I know why, because she was like the meanest person on the planet and my memory, my subconscious brain and mind is like, okay, when I smell that, something bad's going to happen, you know? Interesting. So, yeah, there's memories, yeah. those memories are embedded. So 
how do you, do you choose the ones you like? Do you just literally go and find a place and sniff? Yeah, I love that. I Because, you know, I, I can send people things, but I say, you know, go to a place that you know is reputable. Um, find an essential oil company that you feel good about. Do your research. You know, purity does matter. I've had people have horrific experiences using essential oils that were not, you know, that they bought at like the local drugstore. I know things over in Europe are much different than here. Here it's sort of like catch all, you know, nobody really yeah. regulates much of that. No, they are quite regular and they're quite, they're quite actually quite hard to buy. I mean, I can't, in the UK, you can, for example, go in the shop and you can just buy them here in Sweden. It's like, you know, sifting through mud. You have to order them online through a reputable company to know yeah. that you can get them, which, which feels better if you know that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I've worked with many um, essential oil companies. And when I, about four years ago, I partnered with Young Living. And one of the main reasons I did is because they own their farms. And that was a big thing for me, being in the oil business as long as I was, and especially here in the States, that our our drug administration will call something an essential oil, even if it has one drop of a pure essential oil. So for us, discerning what's real and what isn't, but then I, I decided to, I had a, a cl- colleague that had said, listen, I've been using these oils for years. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I went and met, I actually went to their corporate headquarters, went to their farms, got onto their farms. And that's when I was like, okay, I don't see a lot of people doing that. And also the aspect of sustainability. I, I'm a big believer in the, the all encompassing aspect of who you're supporting, how they're procuring oils. A lot of people don't think about that because a lot of these are coming from indigenous cultures and areas where how are these companies taking care of them? So that was a lot of, you know, how I discerned which, which was the right one for me. Yeah. I love that. I love that approach. And I, I mean, I think I've actually bought young living oils and imported them here. I think it costs more to import them yeah. <laughs> than I did to actually buy them. But I remember that they were really, they're really beautiful oils and you, you smell that and the consistency of them as well. Yeah, that's a key point too. I always say that if it's if it's not consistent, then you know you're not you're not getting the right way to do it too. Because that's such another thing. A lot of people say, "Oh, it's so expensive for oils." I'm like, that distillation process is huge, and like you know, fifty thousand rose petals to make you know just less than an ounce of rose oil. I mean, that's a lot of work. So, you know, you're getting so much more than just a you know just. I think you have to teach people that it's not a, a fragrance. You know, it's not like the perfume that you you buy. This is something that really has a lot of handholding to do before it gets to in a bottle. That's true, and and you don't have to use a lot of them, do you? Anne? No, <laughs> <laughs> I say you always say use the less is more approach because it can be it can be quite overwhelming. Um, you know, if you if you put too much on. My daughter likes jasmine, and I tell her to stay at a safe distance. But you know, one time she was like, "Oh, it's not that bad." I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, if I smell you before you come in the room, you've got too much on. <laughs> it is only like two. It's only a few drops, isn't it? That you need you exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't need very much at all. And even if you're diffusing, same thing. Just add a few drops at a time. Um, you know, so you find where your comfortability is, you know, there's certain oils that I could put in 50 drops and it wouldn't bother me, but then there's others where I like it, but if it's, if it's too many, it becomes very overwhelming. Yeah. So, you know, 
now we're in the middle of this weird crisis. So I thought I would yes. ask you, <laughs> in terms of immunity and in boosting our immune system, what types of oils would you be recommending? Okay, I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball, yes. but it's going to go back to the oils, I promise. That's good. So this, this goes to all your the women that listen to your show for the menopause aspect as well. So a lot of things that I'm finding in my practice is I'm finding that women aren't realizing too that this comes to immunity, right? The products that we're using day to day are loaded with endocrine disruptors, which mess up our hormones, which mess up our cortisol, our weight management, and our immunity. So first I would say, take a look at all of that. You know, that is so important, especially for women going through menopause and somebody who's looking after immunity. Um, I do use a lot of Ayurvedic along with herbs when I'm talking immunity. Alicine is something, ashwanda is something. Um, I do believe there's, you know, things like licorice root, elderberry, clove essential oil is excellent, tea tree essential oil, lavender essential oil. Um, you know, trying to stay in that lane, they, they almost all smell medicinal in a strange sort of way. Um, but, it, but even lemon, lemon has been shown across the board of having these antibacterial, antiviral properties. Um, so I, you know, I always tell people start there, you know, make sure you're using things that aren't sort of like a dog chasing its tail. Like I've done all these things right, but I can't, I'm like, okay, well let's go. And it sounds funny. And there is an app you can put on your phone called the think dirty app. I know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can scan your products. And I tell people, I'm like, just look at what you're bringing in your home. Because like I said, I know over, I wish that we were like Europe was, but here it's like, you know, there's no anybody really taking care of what we're using yeah. daily. Um, so it's important. And I would say that um, I would start there. But then, like I said, clove, lavender, tea tree, uh, lemon, any type of citrus oil is excellent, antibacterial, antiviral. Um, and then again, incorporating them into everything that you're doing, you know, you're, you're cleaning, you're teeth brushing. I mean, all of that. I mean, yeah. you know, and peppermint is another great one. Wintergreen, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you can. Those that. sort of medicinally smelling. They've got the yeah. pestle of your mother used to put on when you were a yes. child. Wintergreen yes. was very popular. I remember that. It stings. It's like eucalyptus as well. Cause yeah. And eucalyptus is a great one. I think a lot of people um, with, with what's going on too, that whole idea of opening the lungs, that broadening the lung capacity, peppermint and eucalyptus are excellent for that. Yeah. So, you know, those are things I would just incorporate, you know, when you get in the shower, put a few drops on a washcloth in the bottom of your shower, yeah. leave it down there while you're in your warm steam of the shower and let it just permeate through, take some deep breaths in and away you go. That's so wonderful. I mean, I love that. And so simple, so simple yes. to do that. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. If it's difficult, you're never going to do it. And that's why, like, when I really got into this aspect of having women take charge of their health, I'm like, listen, we are like the multitaskers on steroids. And <laughs> she's nuts today. That's hilarious. Nay. Nay. No. <laughs> You can see she's so cute. <laughs> she's on attack. She's on attack. That's adorable. 
but like I was saying, you know, we're these multitaskers on steroids. We try to do so much, you know, and we always seem to leave ourselves behind. So if that's the case, I encourage you not to do that anymore, but that's why I really want to make the things that I share with women simple, easy, doesn't take a lot of effort. You know, the whole no excuses, you can do this kind of mentality. Yeah. And they're definitely worth the investment because they last a long time. Oh yeah. They last forever. I mean, as long as you keep them in a, you know, a dark, not hot place, like cool place, you know, even in your bathroom underneath your cabinet, you're fine. They, they will be totally fine for, for very long. And I'd be shocked if you use them even up in a year. Oh, maybe a lavender. <laughs> yeah. Lavender I've used a lot. Uh, you know, that was probably one. And, and a tea tree, you know, obviously. Yeah, I love tea tree. Being an Australian, I would say, oh yeah, I love tea tree. I use tea tree in everything, you know, and you can buy tea tree toothpaste there and yeah. everything. And it's such a great thing, you know. It's yeah, and it's a great simple oil. It. Come here, come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might work for your acne too, which we sometimes can get. <laughs> yes, it's great for the skin. And um, I mentioned geranium. Geranium's another great, because, you know, as we know, and when you start to age, we start to prune up. Yeah. The skin gets super dry. So that's another excellent oil to add to your lotions, your creams. Um, you can add that to it and it's excellent for helping dry skin. Yeah. It just sounds to me like there's this whole amazing world of wonderful oils that can help our moods, can help our weight, can help us yeah. to sleep, can help us just to feel better. And at this time, give us a bit of a immune support. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if there was one or two key recommendations you would give to women to, to take away and start getting going today, what would that be? If, uh, and in the realm of essential oils or just overall uh, wellness? In, in, uh, well, maybe if you wanted to give some wellness, we <laughs> love that too. <laughs> okay. So I would say starting your day with an essential oil routine and not leaping out of bed, allowing yourself just five to six minutes, put the diffuser on next to you, lay there and allow yourself to gently wake up. So whatever that oil is, put it in your diffuser. If even the same oil you use at night to go to bed, um, I would say that's definitely something to do. Using peppermint or a few breaths before you eat would be another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for wellness, you know, for overall wellness, especially I, you know, I think a big thing for me, and this is in my own personal journey was I was going through this cause it was definitely awkward. I turned 50 this year, um, was talking to my family about it, you know, having that support and people understanding that some days I'm not going to feel and look like me <laughs> and just understand that I'm still in here somewhere. Um, but I think that idea that menopause doesn't have to be a dirty word. And I think women, we've just been taught that. I remember when my mom was going through menopause, it was just like, uh, and I, I, my whole idea was just like, no, I just, it's just amazing gift to me. It was like, no more periods. Are you kidding me? You know, I was like, it's a gift in many ways. Um, and you can come out of it on the other side, this empowered, beautiful woman that you are now. So um, I would just say, you know, get support, find friends that you can vent with. I have a crew that we, we talk through it. I have friends that are on the 
end of it and on the beginning and I'm sort of in the middle. So that support is extremely important. And, and just talking to your family, your kids, your husband, you know, it's important, your partner, whomever. That is beautiful advice and very simple advice. Yeah. Yeah. Simple again. <laughs> but we do. We do need to talk and we need to talk and, and be supported um, by everybody. And, and yeah, you're right. Somewhere inside there is the, is us again and we come out the other side and we're, we're perfectly okay after a few years. Yes. Yes. It's, you'll get there. And, and some days it may not feel that way, but that's okay too. And those are the days that you know, maybe you do something a little bit different, you know, and, and you try, you know, maybe that's the day where you take an extra walk by yourself. You know, I start every day with a walk. I mean, if I don't, I just, I know I would not be the person I should be throughout the day. So that aspect of having some outlet, whatever it is, it's different for everybody. That is your, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day, just to give yourself a break, you know, oh. give yourself some grace. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And it's okay not to be okay as well. Exactly. I, I'm, I joke around with it. You know, I, I have this picture of Medusa and I have it on a popsicle stick and I just do like this. And, you know, <laughs> like my kids know, like, okay, today is not the day. I mean, my daughter's 16 and my son is 18. So a little bit older, so they get it, but you know, I'm, I've got a daughter going through, you know, puberty at the same time I'm going through this. So you know, there's a, a deep understanding between the two of us, but I think that's important. That communication is key and, it is. Uh, and it can be helpful for you as well as the people around you that don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, very true. <laughs> Love talking to you, Andrea. Tell people where they can find you and learn more about the great work that you do. Sure. So I actually have a website. It's Andrea R. Warren. Um, dot com. But then I also have a Facebook group that is a public group where I share everything about essential oils. Um, I actually have every Wednesday, I have Ask Me Wednesday and you can bombard me. I have about 400 people in there. So you, you name the question I've been asked. Um, and it's called 365 Essential Oils for Every Day. And you can just asked to become a member and it's public. So I get to pop you in and I share every aspect of how to cook with oils and stuff with libido and oils, which seems to be one now that I get a lot because everybody's stuck at home. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. So there's all sorts of things being discussed, but that would be the best way to engage with me. And then you can always IM me through there and, and uh, I'm happy to support anybody in any way I can. That is beautiful. Andrea, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this wonderful knowledge you have about essential oils. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for doing what you do. There's, it's great that women have a support system like your show. Thank you. Well, I hope that you really enjoyed that podcast interview. And as you were able to walk away with some great tips and ideas that you can implement in your daily life. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to like, subscribe and share to wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on this podcast, reach out to me, clarissa at clarissachristiansen.com and let me know and I will try my best to get them on the show. Until next time, when I will have another fabulous guest sharing their stories and their 
wisdom. Go well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.